Welcome to the fourth and inches podcast with your hosts, Stuart Love, Sukdeep Puni, and Ryan Edwardson. Hi everyone, this is Stuart, just quickly checking in here. Um, today's just a bit of a shorter podcast. We've got two interviews, uh, one Chiefs, one Bucks, uh, with two awesome fans from the UK. And then we'll finish up with Souk, that was on BBC Radio um, Asia, with Jason Bell, talking all things Buccaneers as well. So yeah, I've got a nice little podcast for you guys. Um, the whole gang will be back next Tuesday or Wednesday to do the Super Bowl recap. Um, we'll have the college guys on with us as well, and possibly Roger Goodgrove. We'll just see how that goes. But um, enjoy, and I'll hand you straight over to Ryan. Hello, yes, it's Ryan here with a very excited, very nervous-looking football fan. We followed his journey through Wildcard Weekend, past the divisional game, into the Conference Championship, and there's just one last game to go. Sharky, how are you feeling right now? Uh, yeah, I'm feeling good. It's been fun. It's been fun, obviously, every week. I've heard the stories, seen people get fear and fear, and now there's two of us left. It's it's not the best year to get to a Super Bowl as a fan. There's no massive parties. You can't go out to a pub and enjoy it. Are you determined to enjoy this as much as you possibly can this year? Well, there'll be a massive party. I mean, <laughs> if we win, we win the Super Bowl, there'll be celebrations for sure. I mean, yeah, I'd agree, though. There's obviously you would have liked to have brought your friends sort of like around the pub, showed them, especially people who, who my housemates are joining me this year. But it'd be nice to take them down the pub, show the atmosphere sort of. So, yeah, I think it's one that will be missed in terms of what it could have been, especially home Super Bowl, double gutting for us. We could have made an absolutely amazing occasion out of it. I fear that safety re- protocols in Tampa won't really hold up. If we do, I still feel there's going to be a lot of questionable behaviour but yeah I'm I feel not, like we I'm sorry I feel like we will we will miss it yeah certainly yeah I'm not sure there are too many uh, COVID protocols in Tampa at the moment anyway so we'll see we'll see how they they go well, they, they say things about Florida a lot don't they so <laughs> they have definitely seen some some questionable videos coming out of that state it's all good <laughs> I mean, as we're as we're talking about it, COVID. I mean, you must be waiting with bated breath for news reports, injury reports, COVID reports every day. Luckily, it seems like the books have been pretty good. Nothing's coming up on the the COVID reports at the moment. Is that something that's playing on your mind? Well, we had the news today that Tom's not been allowed out of his Zorb ball yet, so we're still good on that front. Um, regular gloved feeding is has been introduced, so we've, we've taken every protocol necessary. To stop anything from happening. No, um, at the end of the day, we we don't want this to be me- measured like a COVID bowl where we you would you don't want any player doesn't regardless Buccaneers or Chiefs you don't want to be missing. It's not a Super Bowl if you lose a big player, you know. Obviously, uh, infinitesimal players are fine. Obviously, if it happens, it does. But I'm talking like if if, if a Brady or Mahomes goes, it's not the same. So for me, just I'll, I'll keep an eye out, obviously, because I want to see who's back. But. I'm not really worried about COVID reports, et cetera, and stuff like that. It's sort of just going to be decided on the day, regardless of what happens, but hopefully nothing happens for either side. Yeah, I think everybody, especially the neutrals, just want a, the best game that we can get with a two fully fully strength sides. Yeah. 
I mean, it's not COVID, but you've had some good news on the injury front from people who, were, who weren't in the championship game this week. Uh, Antonio Brown and uh, Winfield both coming back. Yeah, it's it's huge. It's huge for us. I mean, Antonio Brown, not so much. It's no disrespect to him in any way. You saw what Scotty Miller did. You can't fault the guy. You know, every time Scotty Miller's been called upon this year, he's turned up. And he's he's a huge he's probably one of the unsung heroes of the team. When if if, if this team goes all the way, he'll probably be one that doesn't get enough attention. I think I remember you pointing him out last last time we were on here, saying Scotty Miller could be the one to make a big play. Well, yeah, I almost had every prediction correct, but we're past that now. Um yeah, I feel that Anton Winfield's the big one. He's been so good. He's been a safety that we've been missing for years. He's such a dynamic player. So to have him back will certainly be a gift. We're not sure on Whitehead yet, but you saw the impact he had. But to be fair to the guys, we went down two safeties last week and the defense still held up quite well. So if we can get that, if the defense can play like they did against Green Bay and these additions make us better, then we're definitely a force to be reckoned with. I mean, the defence is coming into its own at the moment. Five interceptions through the postseason. It's obviously the right time to, to start gelling together. Do you think they're going to be the, the key difference between the two sides? Considering the offences are, are fairly evenly matched, is it going to be the fact that your defence is playing stellar right now that, that could tip it for you? I mean, well, big shout out for that has to go out to Sean Murphy Bunting. You know, with three interceptions in the playoff, he joins a very group, small group of elite players. If he gets another one, I think he goes down to about only nine have ever done it. And if he gets two, he joins for the best ever. So, so that's a bit ambitious talking. You'd be lucky to pick Patrick Mahomes once in your career, let alone twice in <laughs> a game. But um, yeah, I think if, if it comes down to it, our defence versus their defence could be a matchup that we could surprise people on. But look, You've got you've got a defense that won the Super Bowl last year. It's not ridiculous. Yeah, there's been some changes, but it's not ridiculously different. You've still got Honey Badger. You've still got that dangerous rush. So let's not let's not read into this too much and sort of count this Chiefs defense out. They won it last year for a reason. So we can't really match up against them in, unless we beat them. If that makes any sense. For example, we we can't compare ourselves to them until we've done what they've done. Yeah, to be the best, you got to beat the best. And I mean, that's what you're going to be facing coming into this game. Every Super Bowl has its big play. The helmet catch, Philly specials. Do you think Tampa have got anything special in the locker for us in this one? I mean, that's a crazy question looking at the last couple of weeks, isn't it? Like, So you look at obviously some of the plays we've made with the interceptions or the forced fumbles or obviously the, I go back to the Scotty Miller one, or better yet, that that Jordan Whitehead fumble on Aaron Jones. You know, So, of course, we've got a bit. Both, both of these teams don't get to the Super Bowl if you don't have magic in you. Like, let's be honest, Patrick Mahomes could be upside down in, 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 a, in a gyrosphere being thrown off a cliff and he's probably making the pass. What would we call that play? It's going to be a, a, a very tense game. Do you think... Other than Tom Brady, you've not got too much experience of the big the big day. Do you think that the fact that the Chiefs were there last year, the whole back-to-back thing, is that going to go in the Chiefs' favour against you? Or do you think Tom's got enough to keep everybody straight and just lead them down the field when he needs to? Well, this team's been hungry since the wild cards we came in. We've had to win that. A lot of you could say the same about that game. You could say the same about the. We're not a greatly successful team, so it's not a sake of we've been to like the championship. It's not like we're the Saints in recent years where we've gone to the playoffs a lot and we've done this a lot. We've never just gone to the. This is every week's been a challenge. So, if, if, if are we ready? I believe we are. You know, I mean, do do I do I feel that the Chiefs have more experience and this could help them as well? Yeah, because there's nothing. I don't think anything can repay for playing on that stage. 
But as you say, the level-headedness of Tom, the hunger to be here. You know, these guys have waited. Some of these guys like Levante David waited for their entire careers in a Tampa jersey, Mike Evans as well, to get this opportunity. They've been so loyal and they've been gifted with playing with, obviously, the GOAT and been given with the chance to play on something they must have dreamed of and what looked impossible looking at this team last year. So if they're going into this game anything but absolutely given anything to win, I'd be highly surprised. Yeah, it's, it's going to be good to see. A, I mean, a team that maybe not too many people would have, have predicted because you had the, the Packers going strong throughout the regular season. Yeah. It's not always nice to see somebody come in from the wild card spots to, to get into a Super Bowl. I mean, saying that, you were what? You ridiculous record throughout the regular season anyway. But uh, do the, does the previous game come into this too much, do you think? Or are you quite... Do you mean the in-season game? Yeah. I mean... For us, I think we can put it quite simply. If we lost to the Saints and then we beat them, we beat the Packers and then we beat them. So yeah, we, we, did, we didn't play the Washington Redskins in the season. We beat them, so it doesn't it doesn't really play any effect. We've we've had a range of different scenarios. So the only thing I I do feel is that if Tyreek Hill gets an early touchdown, it's going to be demoralising for every Tampa fan. So if we could go out and get an early game pick or an early game turnover, then I honestly feel that we could run away and win us to win the Super Bowl. If we let them score early, then it's going to play on our minds. Yeah, that early game, I mean, looking back to last year with what the Chiefs did, where they kept going behind, but then they got the ability to come back from anything. Do you think it is just going to be a case of Tom, get us in front and then just keep throwing the ball? I don't think I don't think you can outthrow the Chiefs. I really don't think any team is good enough to outthrow the Chiefs. I think we're going to have to score. We're going to have to have those big defensive plays. Obviously, that's a given for any game. But I feel like time management is going to have to be impeccable. We're going to have to run the ball effectively, and that's something that we we have this we have this amazing run defense. You know, I think Edwards Alaire might still be out. It's a bit disappointing for the Chiefs, but even Le'Veon Bell, you know, he's probably been gearing up for an opportunity like this to prove himself, make a rap song about it. You know. So take another year off. Fine. There's this this game provides too many scenarios to pinpoint one. It's very difficult. I find that you look at you look at one thing the Buccaneers do, and then the Chiefs do something brilliant so differently. Like you could say that the O line for the Chiefs isn't obviously 100, so you can concentrate on the Buccaneers D line. But then you look at how effectively and quickly the ball goes out of the Chiefs' hands. So it's it's just so difficult. It's going to be such fine margins. And it's a matchup for the neutrals that I feel like is absolutely phenomenal. I feel like our playoff run from a neutral perspective has been an interesting one. Especially, I think this playoffs has been a good entertainment value for some games. Yeah, most of them have been fairly exciting. I mean, there's not been any dull ones. I mean, hopefully, we don't get a repeat of the, the Rams Patriots. I've done about dull ones. I mean, <laughs> the Bills-Ravens wasn't exactly a hoot. No, was no. Oh, the Bears. The Bears-Saints. Honestly, I wish I was watching it on Nickelodeon. I, you know what? I've forgotten that the Bears were even in these playoffs. It's fine. Well, if that, I can't remember who it was, but if he had caught that catch, I think, I think they would have won. <laughs> have you got a score prediction, Sam? I do, I do, oh. and it's it's a thirty-eight thirty-five. Oh, I'm gonna enjoy watching that game. I think that will be an absolute nail biter. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I I think you're right. I think it's going to come down to which offense out battles the other. I mean, that's obviously thirty-eight thirty-five for the for the Chiefs, right? No. <laughs> I will I will flip one on you though because I do all the predicting. So as a neutral, who is your Super Bowl MVP? Who's going to be Super Bowl MVP? So obviously this is an inkling of who you're going to go for team-wise, but it's a more interesting question. I think they go Brady. 
because I think the Bucks can do it. And I think if the Bucks do it, it doesn't matter what else happens, Brady gets it, just because that's the narrative. Fair enough, fair enough. What are you what are you thinking? A uh, bit of a bit of a bit of an interesting one, but I think playoff Lenny. If we do <laughs> it, I think playoff Lenny pops. I think playoff Lenny will go. If uh, do, do you know what? You you you'd have to feel for Jags fans at that point. Yes, uh, living with one, I, I definitely she would definitely not be enjoying watching playoff Lenny go running riot on the on the Chiefs at all, considering what's been going on. So, Ooh, he's, uh, been, he's been beautiful, and it looks like he he could be poised to come back as well. So a lot a lot of interesting repeating players coming out of Tampa camp. It just shows if you can get the right people together. It doesn't matter what they've done previously. If you can get them all working towards that one goal, which, I mean, Bruce Arians is a fantastic coach. He really has lit a fire under these guys, brought in Tom Brady when he realised that was the only thing that needed really to change. You can't, I don't think anybody can really begrudge the Buccaneers too much. I mean, yeah, you've pulled Tom Brady over, but it's it's not going to be a super... Most of it is homegrown, though. You've got to give it to, like... It was just, it was just the captain of the ship. Yep, literally, it, it really was. You make make a change under center, and suddenly, you know, Super Bowl bound. It's going to be interesting. Are you going to be uh, watching this with your with your housemates? Are they going to be teasing you about it, or are you hide behind the cushion? Or uh, they're all they're all looking forward to see some reactions, I believe. So I, I don't know. I think we're all, we're all doing like an American night, so it'd be nice to introduce them to the game. They've been watching a couple of this season, sort of tuned into the playoff campaign by popping in my room and stuff. So they've been invested. So it's a good opportunity for them to learn the game through what is my peril, unfortunately. But. <laughs> No, it's it's you wait you wait. Obviously, some teams aren't lucky enough to have this opportunity. Very often, there's obviously some fans of franchises my age that have never even seen their team go anywhere near this moment, unfortunately. So it's I'm grateful to to be able to experience my first Super Bowl. I'm absolutely delighted to watch it, and I hope the guys enjoy it with me. To be honest, it's just just it's a good spectacle for everyone at the end of the day. I think it is going to be a good weekend. Sam, thank you very much. Where can people find you on Twitter and the all that? Uh, at SamShark22 or just moseying about Facebook. You'll probably see me on some of the groups, as I say. Sounds good. I'm sure we'll catch up with you. Win, lose, or, well, not draw. He can't. No more draws. No ties. If there's a Super Bowl review, sure, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm sure we'll do something. Might be hey. looking like a Sith Lord or slightly hungover, <laughs> but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much, Sam. Cheers. Good luck. Pleasure, mate. Fox Sports theme tune for the NFL coverage over in the States and I'm sure my next two guests would have recognised it and I'm so pleased and excited to say uh, that we've got a former NFL player and one of the presenters of the NFL show on BBC One Jason Bell alongside me and the host of the 4th and Inches UK podcast which talks all things American sports Sook Pooney. Welcome both of you Pleasure to be here, thank you Right, first of all, I mean, look, I'm super excited about this weekend. Uh, The biggest narrative for me is the goat versus the baby goat, Jason. I mean, uh, I want to kick off right there because it is, it is, it's almost like a a passing of the baton, like a torch, torch handing moment for me. Yeah, this is an amazing uh, time in the game of the NFL and in sports because you get to see the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. Uh, there's hard, you don't think anybody can catch him, but if anybody can, it's Patrick, 
Patrick Mahomes because of his age. If he wins this Super Bowl in a head-to-head matchup versus Tom Brady, then the rest of his career, he has the opportunity to chase him to be the greatest of all time. And it will come down to whoever <laughs> wins this game. Absolutely. And just to clarify, Sook, uh, the, the quarterbacks, obviously the, the stars of, uh, of the American football teams as well. And that's why this particular head-to-head is so significant. Yes, 100%. Um, Mahomes has got a long way to go before he's going to reach Brady. But like Jason says, um, you know, another win this year and he'll be well on his way to, you know, winning potentially multiple Super Bowls. I mean, there's not uh, the Kansas City Chiefs are a really well-rounded team. So it's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough one. We are the underdogs, but, you know, we'll just have to see how it goes. Yeah, actually, Jason, we've got a Bucks fan on with us. I, I can hear his voice. You, you got hope. There's hope for you in that defensive line you have. That's the quickest way they can defeat the Kansas City Chiefs, and, and they dominate the line of scrimmage. So they have a chance if that defensive line has a lot of success. 100%. I, I just wanted to actually also put into perspective what Tom Brady's done. So he, he's been with the Patriots for, for so many years, sustained success over so many years. Comes to the Bucks, who are not one of the most fancied teams, pretty much inherits a, a team which have struggled, but he manages to transform them. Jason, how has he done that? And, and does that show why he is considered the greatest of all time? Yes, that shows why he's the greatest of all time. And I call it the, the Tom Brady effect. When he comes into your locker room, uh, you you immediately believe in yourself that you have a chance, especially that offense that he leads. They have talent, but as soon as he comes in there and he starts to implement his philosophy on how he prepares himself, how he views the game when they're in it, the guys just buy into it, and you see that. The, the way he operates at practice, uh, when he tells you something, uh, you take it to heart, much different than if a coach told you, because it's Tom Brady talking to you. <laughs> and you see that, and that's why uh, they've elevated to this status this year. It's pretty much the same team except Tom Brady, and look where they are. So when, he, when you heard he was coming to the Bucks, could you believe your luck? Could, were you thinking this is surely fake news and I need, I need to just make sure this is verified news on Twitter or something? Yeah, part of me was like, it's 2020. <laughs> it's going to be a complete joke. There's not, <laughs> it, it literally sums up 2020. I literally thought there's going to be no season. We're going to have Tom Brady on a contract and we're not going to play a single game. So I was a nervous wreck all the way up until September. Um, and, you know, you got to give you got to give not only Tom Brady, but the Bucks personnel credit because, you know, we worked without an off-season. You know, there was not a regular off-season due to COVID. You, you know, all the potential impact that has on a team, you know, you've got to learn a new playbook. It's not just simple as Tom Brady coming in as a quarterback and suddenly the books become, you know, an elite team. It, it doesn't happen that way. You have a playbook to learn. You have an offensive scheme. And, you know, quite frankly, we did struggle at the start of the season. You know, we went seven and five. Um, things just seem to have unraveled after the bye week. So as mm. soon as we ironically faced the Kansas City Chiefs, something must have happened in that bye week in which Tom Brady was just given the reins and our offense just suddenly started to click. You know, everything just started to go the right way. And, you know, since then we've, we've gone undefeated. If you're listening at home, 81869, do text us, get involved, uh, tell us how you're going to be watching the uh, Super Bowl, if you're going to be staying up all night. And, and Jason, I mean, look, normally the Super Bowl is this week-long extravaganza, um, so much build-up, but this year, obviously, with COVID, it's going to be a very different feel. Yeah, it's going to be different, like you said. It's an event all week, like, you know, 
it is a party from Monday. What's your favorite Sunday. part of the week? What's your favorite part of the week? The, like, there, obviously, we have tailgate parties. We have, obviously, the previews. You get to chat to all the players, the coaches. Well, which part did you enjoy the most? Uh, two parts. A uh, media night. Uh, because I'm involved with that the first night you get to talk to all the players mm. and you can kind of get a real good feel of the team. And, uh, you know, with the, you, you can see who's a little nervous and you can see who's like, hey, this is business as usual. <laughs> and then really, I mean, the parties are fun, but it's all about game day. Yeah. Game day is just something special. Uh, you can feel it in the city, the whole vibration. Everybody's happy and cheerful. And then the game starts and you're just locked in. It's 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 an amazing experience. Look, it's also really popular amongst British Asians in this country as well, isn't it? Uh, American football. Like the, the shows at Wembley, I used to uh, attend and I'd see so many British Asian communities out there watching, supporting. Yeah, it's starting to get there. Uh, I, a lot more people could be watching, if I'm being perfectly honest, but the NFL have done a tremendous job in the UK of promoting, uh, and the BBC as well, for that matter, of promoting the NFL International Series. I mean, I personally got into the NFL through the first international series game between the Giants and the Dolphins. And you do see year on year, more and more Asians are starting to come and watch. And even with the podcast as well, we're getting a lot more um, Asians uh, sort of message me saying, you know, uh, thank you for, you know, being a voice for us, you know, in terms of, um, you, you know, the NFL. So, yeah, I I'm delighted that we're, you know, getting more people watching the sport. Oh, we've got so much uh, sport going on this weekend. One of my colleagues has just told me we've got football, the Six Nations rugby starts. There's so much cricket happening all over the world, uh, as well as the uh, NFL as well. Um, Jason, predictions then. Who do you think comes out on top? Baby goat or the goat? Oh, man, my friend on the other line is going to be upset with <laughs> me because I'm going, with, I'm going with Kansas City. Uh, I'm thinking like 30 to 21, something of that uh, nature. But... Let's see, man. If, if Tampa Bay can start fast, they have a chance. I think it's going down to the wire, but I'm, I'm going to stick with the baby goat. Okay, what would you reckon, Suk? I think we've got to score more than 34 points. Now, mm. ironically, with, with the other playoff games we had against the Packers and the Saints, I said we needed to score more than 30, and I was spot on. So I personally think we'll win 37-34. Um, wow, optimistic. But it, I've got to be optimistic. Good, um, I like it. <laughs> Our defense has got to be on it. Uh, as I say, I I'm expecting Vita Vea to have a monster game. Um, he's going to be a disruptor, and hopefully that will give Shaq Barrett and JPP um, you know, something to frighten Mahomes with. So, uh, fingers crossed. Lastly, uh, Jason, uh, what do we make of the legacy? If, if Brady wins, does he finish or does he continue? He's going to keep playing until he can't play anymore. <laughs> I mean, he does everything he can, yeah. can, can in the offseason to get prepared. And uh, the sacrifice he makes, it allows him to be out there each year. I mean, he's going to have to fall off a cliff, literally, for him to retire. Brilliant stuff. And we can catch the uh, coverage uh, across the BBC, which you'll be across uh, over the weekend on uh, Sunday, Monday morning. Jason. Yes. Brilliant. I, I, I was going to basically just pl plug it all, but yeah, you, you can catch it on BBC One uh, starting Sunday night, uh, going into Monday morning as well. Jason, thank you so much. It's been a privilege having you on, Jason. Thank you very much. It's fun. Lovely. And Suk, brilliant to speak to you as well. No doubt we'll uh, reflect on this in the future again with Well, now I'm pleased to welcome back, representing all of the United Chiefs Kingdom, Mr. Brit Chief himself, Brad Simcox. Brad, how are you? I'm good, Ryan. How's things? 
can't really complain can't complain, can't really complain. <laughs> <laughs> no, stuck it's... inside stuck inside a pandemic yeah whatever yeah yeah well you're gonna do what you're gonna do haven't you i suppose uh no i'm i'm, I'm at the moment this week just seems to be really busy at the minute um i think um yeah there's that many um things going on uh podcasts interviews all that kind of thing that um i just seem to be getting in, in amongst it all at the minute I, i'm trying to i'm trying to um yeah just trying to use it as much as i can just to try and speed up the rest of the week you know yeah well <laughs> try try and get rid of uh, all the nerve all the nerves well, all yeah sort of exactly <laughs> but i mean because we are in a pandemic i guess there's a lot more opportunities for people like us to you know spread our wings and get involved a little bit more than the nfl how is this different to the feeling you had before last season's super bowl uh it's it's i feel a lot well a lot more confident i think i think i, I there, there doesn't seem to be much pressure on um I don't know what I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the I think the Super Bowl last year because we hadn't won one in so long in fifty years, um, it just felt like we need to win this one just to get the monkey off our backs, get rid of that curse, you know, that we all believed that it was it was a curse yeah. uh, for so long, and and compared to this year, it's weird because I think we've already got that one banked, we've already got the you know Super Bowl fifty four in the bank. This one we can kind of enjoy it a bit more. I, I might be might be speaking from my own personal experience here, but um, yeah, it just feels like the pressure's off. It's very strange, um, and yeah, it's such a huge game, especially with like you know against the goat and the kid or the goat and the baby goat as they they're trying to call it at the minute. But no, I feel relaxed, man. I feel fine. No, I think I think it is you. You had last season. You got over the hump. I mean, if everything really goes wrong this season, it's like, wow, well, we won it last year anyway. It's fine, you know. It's, exactly. it's all good. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's fine. Uh, yeah, we, I think we're just taking it in our stride. It's all good. I think it's kind of what you have to do. I mean, most of the team was there last year, weren't they? So they they're not going to be too, you know, shocked by what's going on, all that sort of thing. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm, a, I'm a little concerned that the, the the players might be feeling a bit more relaxed than what they were last year as well. <laughs> yeah, that is a possibility. Yeah, I mean, you're going up against Tom Brady. He's the the most experienced quarterback in in the Super Bowl. He's not going to let his team relax, not at all. No, I, and and it's it, there's a joke, isn't it? That uh, he pretty much he, he pretty much owns the Super Bowl, doesn't he? Uh, to Tom Brady, I mean, what 10, 10th Super Bowl he's got now. Yeah, it's too full in a row he's been in, um, and it's just he'll he'll treat this like a normal game, um, and he'll no doubt try and cascade that down to the rest of the team as well to say, look, it's just at the end of the day, it's just a regular game. Um, so you know his experience is obviously going to come into play, um, but like you said before, we've we've got a Chiefs team there that it's, it's gelled well together last year, and they they're back in it again this year, so. You know, they, I think at the moment they feel as though they're indestructible uh, and invincible. And I, I think that's a good aura to have, especially going into this Super Bowl game. Yeah, I think especially with a coach and stuff like yours, who is just going to keep geeing up the team and let them loose, really. That's, that's what Andy Reid has been doing. He's just letting people loose. So that's kind of the, I know, the attitude you want, I think, going into this. I mean, definitely. Yeah. As a fandom, are you sat there, especially this year with COVID and the pandemic, are you just sat there with bated breath, hoping that nobody comes up on those lists? I mean, there's, there's been a couple of things coming up this week already, hasn't there? Yeah, there's been a bit of a, uh, let's call it a close shave, 
So we, uh, <laughs> oh, do the... we have to? Didn't <laughs> spot the pun. Uh, it wasn't hard, was it? Um, yeah, yeah. The uh, the close shave, obviously, being the the uh, the team barber had uh, had come in and apparently passed all the protocols, passed yeah. all of the tests beforehand. And the, the, uh, there's every now and again, they do, I think they do a quick test or something just to make sure everything's still okay. Um, and the funny thing was he was midway through the second player, I think he was, and he had to stop and he gave the player a half a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the funniest thing I've heard. If it wasn't so serious, obviously, with the COVID, you know, COVID uh, scares and things like that, I think having somebody with half a half a shaved head or something or a half a haircut, it just sounds hilarious. He'll have his helmet on the rest of the game. You can just tell that guy did. The rest of the week, I think. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe it'll become a tradition. You know, if you win, everybody gets half a haircut. And you'll say, oh, I, uh, I mean, putting COVID to one side, it, it's probably a game that most of the neutrals were wishing for. You've got the two highest powered passing offences in the league throughout the regular season. We've got to be in for a classic, right? Do you know what? There's a lot of people saying that, and, and I'm kind of I'm kind of going against the grain on it a little bit um, because um, I've been throwing around this wild prediction um, that the Chiefs are going to win 41-9, um, and everyone laughs at me like you just did there. Yeah. Like, what? This guy's crazy. He's off his trolley, um, and it, it, I don't know what it is. You always get built up with these games, don't you? This is going to be the big one. This is going to be the greatest mm. one ever. And then you normally find that one team turns up and the other doesn't. And it, it becomes a bit of a, well, game's over by half time kind of thing, you know. Um, and I don't know. I, I don't know if it's the overconfidence of being a Chiefs fan these days uh, that I'm thinking that Mahomes and Co. are just going to blitz everybody, put 50 on everybody, 50 burgers on everyone, or, or whether it's just, um, I don't know. I think a lot of the time you just got to go with your gut feeling. And I've got this gut feeling that because the Chiefs haven't blown anybody out this year in the season, and it seems to be a thing that the talking heads were talking about, saying that, uh, you know, yeah, the Chiefs are 14 and two in the season, but, you know, they haven't blown anybody out. So uh, for some reason, they've been calling that as if it's been like, you know, the, the win doesn't, the win uh, in the, or the W in the win column doesn't really count that much because it's, they didn't, they didn't blow out the team. So I think, I think they're going to use that on the uh, the locker room bulletin board. I think, um, and just use that and go. Do you know what? Let's just open this open this playbook up and uh, and and just give them a show. You know. So, uh, and I'm hoping that it, the defense is really going to get fired up for it as well because um, I know Chris Jones, he's had a few uh, he's had a few spats with Tom Brady over the, the last couple of years, um, and there's no love lost between them. I don't know what they say to each other, but it, it, it seems to get hated uh, whenever they get in each other's face. Um, so I, I just know that the likes of Chris Jones, Frank Clark, you know, Tyron Matthew are all going to be firing this team up. And uh, yeah, I just think it's just going to be one of those one of those games that we look back on and think, well, it was meant to be a close game. It was meant to be a shootout, but it never really happened. It, it, it just ended up being one team blowing the other one out. I mean, yeah, we've had them over... I mean, the Super Bowls can go any which way about it. Yeah. You think of the Rams-Patriots was not the best game. And you had the um, the Harbaugh Bowl, which flipped at halftime with all the power outages, that sort of stuff. It, any, Literally anything can happen. And I yeah. think, especially with these two teams, you're both coming in as form teams. The Bucks defence and your defence, I, mean, I think the Bucks defence is maybe a little bit more in form at the moment, but 
it could easily also come down to a defensive battle mm-hmm. if you manage to I don't know nullify the the two goats the goat and the baby goat uh, what do you think do you do you think that the Bucks defense is going to pose the biggest threat that you've had all season um I think so. I mean, I know the uh, the Chiefs have already played them this year, um, and it it was a bit more of a, you know the, the the book seemed like they were rabbit in the headlights, especially in that first quarter when Tyreek Hill what put up two hundred yeah. plus yards or whatever it was in that first quarter. Um, I think they kind of uh, adapted to it a little bit better later on in the game, but also you got to look at it that the Chiefs kind of slowed down a little bit, took the foot off the gas, and you know just made sure that they coasted to a win. So. You know, is that a good indicator that you know the Chiefs are going to start out start off out the blocks quickly again, or is it something that the books may have actually learned from that? Um, I think the one thing that people are really looking at and and really intrigued about is the Chiefs' offensive line, which uh, yes, it's been banged up all season, but like like we said, you know, this is a fourteen and two team that's got to the Super Bowl as well with a banged up O-line. And we've played some pretty darn good teams along the way. And, you know, I think there's... I mean, obviously the talking heads have all got to pick out the weaknesses and stuff. And they will obviously look at that O-line as being the weakness for the Chiefs. Um, But, you know, they are very much next man up. And it is very much Andy Reid's kind of... Andy Reid's guys that he's got on that offensive line that he works with. Um, and they've had two weeks to prepare as well, especially when Eric Fisher went down, he's got two weeks to prepare. So I think it's going to be difficult for the, uh, for the books to get to them. Um, I think they're thinking it's going to be an easy cakewalk to get to, uh, to, to Mahomes, but we all know what he's like. He can get out of the pocket at any time. Yep. Um, he's slippery, isn't he? He's very slippery, yeah. And, um, you know, those those um, offensive linemen who have, have worked together, I mean, they've all, well, most of them have pretty much been through the uh, the, the last year's Super Bowl as well. So I'm I'm wary of the, uh, the Bucks pass rush. I'm not going to deny that. I mean, Shaq <laughs> Barrett's one of those players that you... Yeah, he's, he'll give anybody nightmares, um, you know, who, who stood stood at the back, you know, stood at the quarterback. Um, and then you've got J, JPP on the other side. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be one of those games that I think the, uh, the, the, the books are going to be wary of the Chiefs offense. But um, I don't know, I, I, I can't see it going straight out the gates like straight away kind of thing, you know, getting, you know, this, this offense fired up right out of the gates. But I think, um, I think it might come later in on the game when uh, both teams have had to adapt, I think. Well, I mean, you're predicting a, a very big win, a bit, a big scoreline. Who's going to be there to give the, the big plays? Is it going to be the, you know, the usual suspects or is somebody else going to come up with a, I don't know, big pump return, Hardman going to get in on that sort of action, all that sort of thing? It's an interesting one because um, obviously last year, Damien Williams seemed to be the guy that uh, just seemed to rise from nowhere. You know, um, I mean, he's a good running back and and we knew he was a good running back, but, um, you know, he, he seemed to appear from nowhere in that game. And it was it seemed to be what the 49ers had overlooked. And yes, they're going to be wary about Tyreek Hill. They're probably going to double up on him quite a bit. But again, if you double up on him, you're leaving somebody else out. And um, yeah, you could then say, right, well, well, we'll take out Kelsey and we'll take out Hill. But then you got to the likes of Sammy Watkins on the other side. You know, it's it's 
I know it's a, the old cliche of pick your poison, but it very much is with this Chiefs team. And then yeah. you've got a good running, you've got, you've got a good set of running backs there. I mean, Darrell Williams looked great against the Bills. Um, Clyde Edwards Alaire is meant to be back as well. Um, it's just, you know, it, it's it's tasty. If you're if you're if you're watching this as a neutral, this game, it's gonna be a really tasty game to watch. But I just think the Chiefs have got more weapons out there that they, they, they can really kind of handle all of this and they can handle whatever the the books throw at them um whatever scheme they play um I, I think i heard something uh during the week i think that they were planning on going zone with kelsey um and everyone was like oh we don't go zone on kelsey and they were like all oh, right well we'll go in on man we'll yeah. go man with kelsey and everyone was like, oh, don't go on man with kelsey you know <laughs> <laughs> it's like how do you handle the guy I mean the, the Bills couldn't handle him and they've got a really good team the Bills yep. um, so I, I just think the Chiefs have got so many smoke and mirrors that they can uh, they, they can get you with anyone really um, but I, I, I think for me I think probably on the offensive side the Chiefs I think Nicole Hardman might actually have a good game uh, he came out of his shell a little bit against the Bills after that spill um, and I think McCall Hardman's probably one of those that the um, the books might keep. Well, they'll take their eye off him, I think. Um, and he's just as quick. He's he's nearly yeah. as quick as as, as Tyreek Hill. Um, so uh, yeah, I think the Chiefs might utilize him a bit more. No, I think that's a good shout. You you do have a, an abundance of riches on offense, like you yeah. say. It, last year, Daryl Williams, in my opinion, definitely should have got the MVP. He turned yeah. that game around, didn't he? So, I mean, if, if he can do For it sure. again. <laughs> If he enjoying that, wouldn't he? Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if we get somebody else like that, I, I, I don't care who wins it as long as we win it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not too bad. Have you got anything planned, or is it just the the problem with COVID? Are you just gonna enjoy it? But yeah. shut your shut yourself in a room and just focus yeah, on I it. Mean, I've been doing it all this week, really. I mean, um, I've I've actually just come off um, actually interviewing uh, Travis Kelsey and Anthony Sherman on the, uh, the the Super Bowl podiums. I managed to get worm my way into that. I seem to get in where water couldn't. Um, obviously, getting at the Super Bowl last year, and obviously trying to get in worm my way into the the, the podiums um, where all the media are and stuff. And uh, I asked a couple of questions, um, a couple of dark questions, really. If I'm being honest, everyone was asking about schemes and all that kind of stuff. And I think I asked. Uh, Kelsey, what touchdown celebrations are they thinking of doing? You know, <laughs> something to just break it up a bit. You know, um, so I'm keeping myself, my, my mind on the game, obviously, but obviously doing things like um, you know, talking with other fans, talking with other podcasts, um, speaking with the radio stations over in Kansas City. Um, I've got another thing. I think this Saturday, I think it is with uh, Jeff Ryan uh, um nice. which is uh like a, a chat with him and uh i think it's the uh bills uk uh books uk sorry that's the other game books <laughs> uk um they're going to be on that call as well so we're going to be chewing the fat a bit on the game coming up um but i kind of wanted to do all this just to kind of condense the uh the whole week down and just keep my myself a bit active ready and then suddenly sun sunday's here you know um so yeah. that's that's what i've been planning um in terms of uh what i'm going to be doing during the game i think we've got some zoom calls uh with a few friends a few beers uh get some get some food in any chips and stuff like that you know um burgers or something i don't know we'll, we'll, we'll just try and some. enjoy it as much as possible yeah exactly are you are you planning anything like that or no i thought 
well, I think we'll probably do something beforehand and then we'll see. We'll, I'm sure we'll be, the WhatsApp groups will be going mental all night long. And then <laughs> yeah. The day off on Monday to recover as always. You know, I haven't got the day off on Monday. and I, oh. I, I, Yeah, that's a schoolboy error, that I think, isn't it? Yeah. That's a really bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, thank you very much for joining us, Brad. Where can people find you on Twitter to see all your interviews and highlights and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, I'm on Twitter on at BritChief UK. Uh, I'm also on uh, YouTube, which is the Brit Chief. Um, but we're also doing things like uh, the Legion of Zoomcast as well, which is a new channel that I'm doing with uh, Tom Childs, who is the creator of uh, Arrowheads Abroad. So, uh, yeah, if you want some Chiefs content or anything like that, uh, check out those three areas. I'm sure people will. Thank you very much, Brad, and good luck. Yeah, I appreciate it, mate. Thanks a lot.